Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Exactly, exactly. It's making me kind of make that noise a lot. Brett's on the phone. Brett, did you hear the new Guns N' Roses while you're out there? Yeah. Yeah, we're all, nah, I think we'll have that. Yeah. If there was a review number that was associated with meh, that would be it. Meh. I give it a three. Yeah, of course you do. You were gonna, we, we don't trust your reviews anymore. We didn't ask wow, you. That's, that's high of praise. Of course we knew we gave it a three. Meh. But it is. He's right. This time okay. it happens to be a three. He's, he's dead on the money. Maybe a little less than a three. I'm going a two. You're going to go two on that. Wow. All right. I'm going a two and only because it's Guns N' Roses. Yeah. I'm giving him credit for giving me some entertainment over the years. Uh, yeah. If that played during the concert, you'd be like, "Meh, I'm going to go, go grab a beer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is that perhaps. Perhaps we should go get in the beer line. <laughs> I bet you Eddie Trunk loved it. That's what I'll say oh, about that. He loves everything. Yeah. Uh, I don't it's know. a tweener. It's like a middle of a ballad. and yeah, Everybody's just. This song is terrible. Like every, everybody hates all new things. Everyone hates. Right. Like no one that's, ever gives a new like, song a chance. But I mean, this one is like again. it's like Chinese Democracy. It look, it could have came off of that album. Which, by the way, is a really good record if you give it a chance without being yeah, tied to Guns and Roses. Still not, yeah, but it's still not appetite. It's still no. not use your illusion. Well, again, it's just yeah. you know, we can't. It's if a you're, high standard. Yeah, if though, you're comping it? that, well, that's the standard 100%. they set. Yeah. They set that bar. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's their own fault when it doesn't get better than your best. Then you're falling off. Uh, and that's what Terry says. I think Guns N' Roses peaked heavily in the '90s. Albums in the '80s, '90s, pinnacle. No matter what they release, it's not going to live up to our expectations. Metallica has the same no. fate. I talked about that with Metallica. The longer you make records, the more crap you put out. Like we've yeah. said, a good album has three hits on it. A good one. That means eight songs weren't that great, or four weren't great, and four were garbage. And then you put on another album that has one hit on it. That means 10 of those songs, probably not up to snuff. By So you've, now you've put out 18 songs that aren't good and four that are, and you're a legend. It's baseball numbers. You hit 300, you're in the Hall of Fame. But that means you put out a lot of crap. You fail a lot. So, I don't know. Nobody ever likes brand new stuff. That one is definitely a meh. This one says, sound like Guns N' Roses collabed with the Muppets. Four thumbs down. <laughs> and I did think it sounded weird, like it was a... Again, like this guy said, he's like, ah, "Well, you convinced me. I still hate Axel's voice." <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's I just slightly expected, weathered. Yeah, what's that, Brett? I think I expected I expected more with Slash and Duff back in the band, kind yeah. of a more older feel. 
than the Chinese democracy thing because that was an Axel record at the end of the day. Yeah. Which not bad, but it wasn't GNR. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah. Bad. If it had a different name, you'd have given it a better, more credit. Right. The fact it was Guns N' Roses, yeah. people kind of crapped on it. Sounds like the opening to a Timothy Dalton Bond movie. It does have a little bond. Yeah. <laughs> the Timothy Dalton bonds. Yeah. That's actually a. Oh man, that's yeah, rough. That is a that is a mean critique. It's the Dalton of bonds. Oh my goodness. Yeah. All right. There you go. Brent Crandall said that sounded less like Guns and Roses and more like Swords and Daisies. Yeah, it's a little bit of that. It's a lesser version of the GNR. Well, anyway, what are you going to do? Hey, they're trying. I'm I'm kind of on a Kip Winger thing right now. I'm like, look, all they're trying to do. Make a song that we like. Right. No, Don't bash him. I'll give him a C for effort. Yeah, yeah me too. It's a C Not effort. A it's C for effort. Nothing special. There's no reason to attack them. It's nah. just we don't like it. It's okay. And you yeah. probably shouldn't have called it perhaps because all the comments are like, perhaps they should have mixed this better. Yeah, I did think perhaps the Perhaps they should have scrapped this song. Yeah. Perhaps they should have <laughs> called it quits a while ago. Perhaps gives us options on the internet to make comments. But perhaps they should have just re-released Appetite. Anyway, uh, Brett's out there at 48th Street in Indian School this morning, and he's got the water. The Operation Hydration's going uh, going crazy this summer, and thanks to, again to our friends at Suero Liquid Death. Uh, the guys over there at uh, at uh, Hensley have dropped off a ton of water. We got our friends at Porta Subs. Lerner and Rowe have dumped off a ton of water. Lawson Family Plumbing has done a ton of work with us. Uh, we've got a lot of people who have dropped off a boatload of water, including all of you listeners who have crushed it for us, and hopefully that continues over in the Arcadia area, 48th Street and Indian School. Uh, Brett, how's it going out there? It's going good. It's going good. We're a little bit of a slow start, but uh, it's starting to pick up now. So I got a one-ton F-350 here that I need to fill up with water because, you know, we, we, we do it every year. We, we, need, we need to stock that warehouse. I mean, we want to bring this thing into next year. We want overflow. Yes. So come on out here. We got, we got uh, tons of water uh, here at the Safeway. They brought a big old pallet out for us. Um, so come on out, pick up your water. Maybe I'll hook you up with some Porta Sub gift cards if you make a nice little donation. If you don't got time to run in and grab anything, don't worry. You can leave that envelope with me. I'll go in there and buy the water for you. We're doing it all for a good cause. Sign you guys up for Avenged Sevenfold tickets. And uh, we got some other KUPD swag here. But again, like you said, we're at about 48th Street and Indian School at Safeway. And we're hanging out here till like, I don't know, about 9 o'clock or so. Beautiful. Well done, sir. Nice job. Brett's out there uh, for a little while longer, and he's uh, doing his doing his business out there at the Safeway on 48th Street and Indian School uh, while all of you continue to blow up my emails critiquing uh, GNR. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. What are you going to do? Thank you, Guns N' Roses. That I'll give it nice another one. listen. Nah. It didn't pique my interest to go. i got to hear that again. Lux and Turner by Metallica. I'm like, hey, I think I like this. Like, right off the bat, I'm like, I think I like it. And I do. Yeah, there was more. Like, that one, I'm like, ooh, this has some life to it. But again, if you hold it up to, you know, their old stuff, Ride the Lightning and things like that, you're not going to get any. You're you're never going to enjoy anything they do again. But that one was meh. What are you going to do? Brady, it's time now for you to give us all the news that only you know we call this the Brady Report brought to you by Hooters. Uh, it is Thursday, and you can head to Hooters for scrumptious seafood specials. A dozen oysters, $20.99. A pound of snow crab legs, $22.99. It's a seaworthy summer at Hooters, and they'll seaworthy you there today to say thanks for this Brady Report, Brady Report. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Thrift Shop Day. Okay. Either donate or yeah, don't pick some up some new, yeah. uh, uh, new wardrobe. Or a lamp or something. 
couple of baseless fun facts. A bee would only need two tablespoons of honey to have enough energy to fly all the way around the world. What's happening to all the bees, Brian? It's flying around the world, Mark. I don't know. What are these bees doing in this terrible movie? In the 1930s, playing card companies tried to add a fifth suit of cards. The Eagle. Cool. It didn't catch on. The decks with the Eagle cards were gone by the 1950s. Diamond, I wonder if huh. those are worth something. Well, there's no games. Can't, yeah, you can't use them for No, anything. but as far as something, a discontinued item or... Mm. When Disneyland opened in 1955... The Tomorrowland area was designed to look like a year in the distant future. The year was 2000. 1986. <laughs> oh, wow. 30 years ahead of it. Wow, that's looking way ahead, Disney. In 1986, we'll have submarines one feet below the water that don't explode. That could be, uh, what was Tomorrowland's, like, big feature? They had the space ride. I don't remember Tomorrowland being that impressive. Space Mountain. Tomorrowland was cool. I guess you kind of... It was, I mean... Was it? If for a nostalgic... Because in 55, they're like space. They hadn't even... Like, the moon was like a right. dream. So 14 years later, they're at the moon, so Disney's like, we're on target for this Tomorrowland thing being right in 86. And then we kind of never did anything else. We had space shuttles and satellites and things, but... Google is basically trying to create an AI life coach. <laughs> Two people involved say the goal is it for to give solid answers to intimate questions about challenges in people's lives. All right. You can ask a computer, what do I do because my wife's not blowing me? And it has answers? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh, you should fire. <laughs> I didn't mean to get personal, Brady, but <laughs> wow, wow. What a review. Wow, what did we love? I uh, hope oh, so. did I? What? I've learned more from the words, I hope so, about Brady than in the last 22 years. <laughs> I hope it works. It's the last ditch effort for a mouth hug. It'll say it'll be like the magic eight ball. Ask again, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> it's a magic eight ball. You know, just a, why doesn't my wife blow me anymore? Ask again later. That's what she says. <laughs> I keep asking. I I'm keep asking. She it. says later. It's never. When is later? Because it seems like never. <laughs> mouth hugs. AI's just laughing at you, telling the other AI, this guy can't get blown. His wife hates him. His wife just hates him. 62% of Americans who currently report that they drink alcohol is in line with the Gallup poll from uh, back in 1939. Same number? 63% in 1939. Now it's 62%, but in 1970, 74 and 81, it was 71%. I thought it would be high, you know, when I first saw it, 61%. I thought that was high, but it's really not the highest. In- <laughs> I think that seems just about right. Ronnie says, I'd rather hear a frogger in my attic than that Guns N' Roses song again. <laughs> <laughs> and another guy says, don't give Brady any grief. I bet she doesn't have my record beat five years without a blowjob from my shrew. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> five years. Wow. She hates you. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that run. Well, I, look, again, stop revealing so much. 
Evidently, there is an issue, but you're you're it's telling not me really an issue. All right, either. good. You get well, all right. It doesn't come across. Psychologists that way. might disagree there. <laughs> I don't have that run. Implying I've got quite a run, but it's not five years. Don't do that. No, she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't like you. That's it. That's all it comes down to. She doesn't want to do that. That we all know it. And they can come up with excuses all they want. She doesn't like you. Not that way. You know why? Because if she got a new guy, she'd be blowing him every day. Yeah. And she doesn't like you. Yes. We talked about that. It's a fact. 69 happens all the time in your first year. Go, you wanna, yeah. go but, then, but you can stop that silliness, though, right. because that's just a ridiculously <laughs> right. uncomfortable. Right. No endings come from that. That's right. just a dopey thing to do. I don't understand the 69. <laughs> I like the idea of it because it's like, okay, she's up for anything. It's just kind of more of a flag in there. Really, though, it's a lot of concentration for two people and, uh, right. with no real right. results. Right. But it is a message to say, I like you this much that I'll put my b-hole in your eyes. Yep, I'm willing to invert myself. <laughs> if I put my b-hole in your eyesight, your eye line, you know I like <laughs> you. A girl that's not willing to do that, she didn't like you that much. But a girl who's not going down there, she hates you. Yep. And like deep down, she just hates you. She's trying to figure out how to get out of there or how to choke one down and take it for the team. That's literally, so it's, it's so true. If a guy did that to a girl... I'm not doing that to you. Like, if we ever said that, what's you wrong ever, with it? I'd like to go down and do that. I'm not doing that to you. Come on. And he avoided doing it. You'd be, women would be crying their eyes out if a guy was like, I'm not, I don't do that. He'd be, you know, a non-factor in life. And they'd also take it personally. Yep. This poor dude's five years in and he's still trying to figure out. No, she doesn't like you. And you can stick around all you want. You might like her, but just get over the fact that it's never going to happen again. All this you hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. Yeah, find a new favorite. You're her brother. Oh, it's true. She sees you uh, as her brother. She wouldn't do it to her brother. Probably has the same feelings about your wiener as his. <laughs> Otherwise, she'd be. She'd enjoy it. She doesn't like you. He just heard from his brother. It's been three years <laughs> since your, since my sister blew me. <laughs> She's too busy blowing me. What sir. you son of a? <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I feel bad for dudes who email that because you hear from guys. It's usually in their forties. They start talking about. She seems disinterested. She is. She doesn't seem disinterested. She is. And we as men have to just accept, nah, she doesn't like me anymore. This could be interesting. This could start a trend of other states. Illinois passes a, a law that requires parents to compensate child influencers. Huh? Oh, wow. Who are parents that use their children. The old Mickey oh, Rooney to, uh, If they're in the videos, uh, 30% of the video that's posted. Yeah. That's what that Castagram family got They're entitled to some of the money. You can't. That's great. Exactly. Yeah. That Castagram family got in trouble for that. It's the Michael Orr, and that uh, Mickey lady Rooney. And um, uh, Maricopa, remember that? That's the one I was thinking about. Yeah. I thought Castagram, but yeah, Maricopa, you're right. Either way. Mike turn off. Either way, it's a, uh, it's a nice little deal that they can stock money away so parents can't steal from they a kid. They basically break it down. It's starting in July 1 of 2024. 
required to put aside 50% of earnings for a piece of content into a blocked trust fund for the child based on percentage of time they're featured. Be interesting to see how they figure that out, but they say if a child is in 50% of a video, they should receive 25% of the funds. I mean, again, it's probably not happening to a lot of people, but... I'll say this. If a child is influencing you on the internet, you deserve 25% of a rope. (laughs) It's like child labor law. If you're a kid is influenced by another kid, you don't have any money. There's no but there's nothing lucrative about that. But it's if you're really an adult, the mother using the right. kids or yep. the parents, what or other mothers, yep. then she's come up with a new idea and she needs to show them the kid is getting modeling fees. It's not his idea. Kid influencer is the worst phrase ever because Jared had a bunch of those. Yep. Was influenced heavily by the children. All his decisions were made by what, what they were doing. Marcos Rodriguez Pantoya was dubbed the Mowgli of Spain, or Mowgli. I always said Mowgli. Anyway, <laughs> we heard you. <laughs> the dude was uh, abandoned by his parents at the age of seven. Hello. They uh, <laughs> walked him up to a mountain, found a shepherd in Hi, charge Richard. of 300 sheep, <laughs> said, here's my boy. Really? Wait a minute. Say that again? They took... Basically, his mother... Uh, he said his uh, his dad took off his, for another yeah. woman. Toledo's dad bailed. Australian yeah. Toledo. Yep. Good eye, love. I don't want to take care of this big-headed idiot. So long. So long, little dicky Toledo of Australia. Daddy's leaving. You're going to be raised by a sheep, you lucky little yeah. bugger. Exactly. Because the mother passed away and dad's Aren't like, I'm living with this woman. Lucky. I'm going to take right. you up here. He must have known the shepherd. And he dropped him off? Said yes. So the shepherd uh, took him in, taught him how to, uh, you know, Signed him the to skills to be a shepherd, old miss. Yeah. make fire, know how to make utensils, living on the land, protecting the sheep. Yeah. Uh, then that guy basically disappeared. Yeah. Mowgli huh? was raised by wolves for seven years, and for 12 years, I'm sorry. They found him when he was 19, from age 7 to, to 19. 19. That's Toledo's dad's dream. Lived with a pack uh, of wolves. So wait, he Minus took them the to he took them to a shepherd. Yeah, they, they took them to the mountains to replace uh, a shepherd who looked after three hundred animals. But while he was taught how to make fire and utensils, the man disappeared or died. The leaving, shepherd disappeared. Yeah, leaving okay. the seven-year-old Rodriguez alone, and he became a wolf. He left the sheep. He yeah. turned on the sheep. He basically bailed on the sheep. Yeah, right, he had to, to, to go to the mortal the enemy, the wolves. Yeah, and as he tells it, he says the he's telling the female story? Wolf, he's when he, his first encounter now. when How he was he a kid, she came in with meat to feed the cubs, and he went for the meat, and she said, "Hang on," gives the meat to the cubs, and then pushes a piece of meat over to him, oh. and says, "You're eating. You're you're in the family now." Does he walk around on all fours like the the feral people of Russia, like Lucan? From yeah, the, that's right from the seventies. Uh. I'm not sure how much, yeah, did he mimic that. How many times did, the after the mom died, did the dad dress him like a sheep and try to give him to the shepherd? <laughs> Before he's just like, all right, fine, you've, you've, you've found me out, shepherd. Now, here's what I'm going to do. Make you an offer you can't refuse. Um, here's my boy. Goodbye. <laughs> I thought there was an offer. That's the offer. Goodbye. <laughs> Deal with it. I'll be in Adelaide. Here's the whole lesson in the whole story. He is Don't disappointed. He admits he's disappointed with human life. 
he's having a tough time. Well, he's he's, people are laughing at me. Sure. In fairness, I expect a little bitterness. Yeah. He was discovered by a civil guard when he was 19, and he brought him back to the human world. Says his life has fallen apart. The human world. He's what been cheated, abused, and exploited in the working world. Has never truly been able to integrate with other humans. Yeah. He's like, I just want to run back to the mountains and live with his wolf, wolf mommy. Yeah. Wolf mother is out there. And the big thing is, he's like, I, you know, I think they laugh at me because I don't know about politics or soccer. Of course they do. They don't laugh at you. They just find it weird. Your mom's calling you. <laughs> That's crazy. And of course he's more comfortable with the wolves. He spent seven years... With his family, remembers three of them, and 12 with the wolves. Yeah, you're going to miss a lot of social interaction. You became a pack animal. Why don't you start your own pack? <laughs> get up, get back Be up there. Be the alpha. Get back up there. You, you know this, what, kid? People tell, the, tell you this. Uh, find out what you're good at and stick to it. You're a wolf. I'm a little disappointed in humanity. Really? Why? Well, you know, I was given to a pack of wolves as a child. That let you down a tad. So, you know, I wandered about for a dozen years with my wolf family and then was discovered again and brought back to you bastards to be pointed at and laughed at. So, uh, you should have been in uh, LA. Go back to the wolves. It doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't. And why are we trying to stop that? Yeah. Let Wolf Boy be Wolf Boy. And I want to see pictures of him when they found him. But I don't know. I don't know how easy it'll be because he he has gone back. And he's like, the wolves don't really recognize me yes, anymore. Yes, they do. They the do. Wolves, the wolves, how long has it been? Well, it's 12 well, years. The he, wolves he don't was, live 12 years. They found him 19, so it's probably been six or seven years after that. Yeah, it's a new generation so, so of wolves that never know him. But, yeah, so what? Exactly. Doesn't he go back up there and know the way of the wolf? And he can kind of talk the pack into accepting that's, him again? Come no, on. they won't once they shun you that's from the pack. That's true. It's like going to the Humane Society. Please. He, the only way he can get it is if he challenges the alpha. Okay. He's, he should be able to handle that. He's 12 years of training. He can, or, or start a new crew. This so. dude isn't like you and me going up to a wolf pack and fighting one. He's been doing this since he was seven. He knows. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, if you want to go, you want to have a little row with me, let's do this. I'm going to take over this pack here, string the life out of this wolf. Goodbye, Balto. Yeah, that seems like something he should go back to. He's in an apartment down in Sydney now, just lamenting his wolf days. He's in, uh, I know where he could uh, be the alpha. Yeah. If he, he had an opportunity on last Saturday in L.A., a bunch of furries had a big beach party. Oh, yeah, I saw this. It's great. There's footage of a guy beating another guy with a bullhorn. The furry had the bullhorn. Yeah. They went to the beach. In furry costumes. Yeah, the annual thing called the Sunset Beach Bonfire Fur Meet. So hot. Where people showed up dressed as animals, but things got uh, a little more hairier than last year. More hairier. They're not sure if the guy that was filming, you know, that's breaking in and why he got clocked on the head with the bullhorn was a former. He was he was a former. He's furry. a reformed furry. Yeah. And there might have been a previous relationship with the other furry you're assuming gay you've thrown that in nobody's yeah. nowhere in that story does it say that well it looks like two males <laughs> the one right, guy is I'm a furry saying, right and you're but, just assuming yeah. that a, the, a reformed furry and a current furry are gay lovers that have gone separate ways that's your assumption yeah okay yeah. <laughs> that's all i wanted to hear Brady. just own it that's all own your own your targeted 
commentary, your opinion. This op-ed is yours and yours alone. You got me. Yeah, because furries are all f- We all know that. If you want to do that, you're gay. I've heard that's a trend in the furry world. <laughs> is to break up and fight? No, just the tendency to be gay, be, a gay be a homosexual. Oh, wow. Yeah. Judgy McJudgerson mm-hmm. over at least, here. At least it was on CSI Vegas back uh, in the day. Thanks. All right. Well done. There's this dude that lives in Michigan that... Um, Sorry, Brady, I just heard your comments. It's Jesus. Well done. Good judgment. Those people wait, wait, don't wait. deserve credit. Judgment yep. is not supposed to happen, sir. Bye, everyone. Brady's judging properly. Judgment's not supposed to happen against people who think the same. <laughs> the ones who drift off, judge them. Why like is that judgment? Calling all the furries homos? It's not to me. <laughs> I didn't say that. You kind of did. You kind of did. No backtracking. I believe your quote was... I've been told that's a pretty a trend, common, trend common trend. In the, yeah, I've not known that, but I've I love it. I've been told. I love it. <laughs> Keep bashing, Brady. Jesus loves you. <laughs> so David Mazurk, he lives in Grand Rapids, Why Michigan. <laughs> and uh, he bought this farm 30 years ago. And when they first bought the farm, the... Uh, guy that he bought it from was walking him through the property and told him, here's a shed here, and um, I use this as a doorstop. It's a rock. Unusual-looking rock. Sure. And the guy told him, like, I, I think it's a meteorite. My dad and I, years ago, on the farm, uh, we saw this meteorite shoot down at night onto the property, made a heck of a noise. We went down there, found the crater, cool. dug the rock up. It was still warm. Nice. And uh, I've just been using it as a doorstop ever since. So it's been, it says that's the 1930s is when that happened. It's a space rock from the 30s. And, and so the guy wasn't sure whether to believe the story or not, but right. he's had a shed for a doorstop. Finally, they get he's a. He's had a doorstop. But it, he used it as oh, a gotcha. doorstop. Okay. Yeah. Understood. Okay. Shed as a doorstop is a big door. That's a huge door. So he gets a lady from the Central Michigan, University of Central Michigan, looks at it. Geologist, he's like, sure enough, it's meteorite. Diamonds, no. seventy five thousand dollars. He's just been sitting on that. I actually expected it to be more. Me too. A I did too, but it's uh, mostly uh, like it has nickel in it, mm. no gold. Garbage meteor. Poor they call it the meteor. Edmore meteorite <laughs> after the Edmore farm. It's a frogging meteor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ego has a new gold. liqueur. Called the Ego Brunch in a Jar Sipping Cream. It's like, really? 40 proof. Oh. Blends oh of uh, flavors of toasted Ego waffles, sweet maple syrup, rich butter, and a hint of smoky bacon. Oh, Brady. Brady's going to start doing? drinking. What are you doing? <laughs> I'd like to announce my new lifestyle as an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could include Ego batter with Let drink. Let go of my Ego, you mother. I'm pretty broken. Who wants to fight? <laughs> I'm a wolf boy. <laughs> I, was raised by, I was raised by wolves. Guy just emailed and said, wait, you can drop him off with wolves? God damn it. Signed Toledo's dad. dad yep. <laughs> Sugarlands.com. Hey, 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 I just, uh, two more egos, please. Uncooked. Brady, haven't you had enough? Pour it like we're friends. Shut the f*** up till you already got him, mother. It's brush in the jar. I, I already... You jagged I'm going to start calling you Bunny as often as you try to change me, piece of <laughs> Whoa. I wish I was your dad. I never met you. 
I'll have to give a toast next Thursday because next Thursday is National Waffle Day. But uh, Ego uh, teamed up with another distillery last year during the holidays. They had the Ego Nog. Yeah. That's like to me, everybody that says this is gross, it's eggnog. It's that viscous, yeah. thick loogie of a drink. Oh, yeah. It's very thick. Ugh. Can have a little bit of it. Like, I'd rather have the Giant maple glass. ego Ugh. than eggnog. And I love eggs. I just think eggnog feels awful. Shake Shack is looking for a chief avocado officer. They're rolling out an avocado burger and a chicken avocado sandwich. And the avocado uh, chief officer will make sure everything tastes good. Uh, you'll get paid $3,000. Just once? But really, yeah. I mean, over the time period of, uh, it's a couple of weeks that you're... So for two weeks, I got to eat an avocado burger? Yeah, you'll, and you'll receive a unique experience at Shake Shack. <laughs> well, Here's sure. the big payoff, John. <laughs> you get Shake Shack for a year, too. Oh, well, there you go. I love Shake Shack. I led with that. Three grand and all the Shake Shack I can eat for a year? Yeah. All new... I got to do is choke down an avocado sandwich? There's a private avocado bacon menu which you're going to roll out the avocado bacon burger and the avocado bacon chicken. Hmm. Eh. Three grand's pretty good, but that free Shake Shack's interesting. You have to live, uh, reside within a 25-mile radius of a participating Shake Shack location. Must be over 18. All this morning sickness. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Are you familiar with the uh, American molasses breed of a dog? Molasses? Like molasses? No, it's M-O-L-O-S-S-U-S. No, molasses. It's uh, a breed that uh, dates back to 5000 B.C., Mesopotamian molasses. Got me. It's kind of, uh, they've managed to uh, get it back by breeding two mastiffs together. Wouldn't you just make this a mastiff? This kid thing? has the world's largest puppy right now. Time out. If you breed two mastiffs, you get a mastiff. Well, uh, two different breeds, though. I think it's the, um, I forget which one it was. The uh, Research. The two breeds. I, I, it was right there. It was. He just looked at the ceiling tiles. A lie is heading our way. No. I'm... Okay. So we'll get to Euphrates right now. He's a nine-month-old puppy. Right. Weighs 260 pounds. Jesus. Nine months. He's six foot three. Man. He's eight cups of, co- of uh, dog coffee. food a day and has eight cups of coffee. That's right. He's wired. He's a wired, double-mastiff, different breed. He's trying to get the Guinness uh, World Records to come out to verify his molasses dog. By the by. I can't believe it. Hey, shut up over there. I just had another glass of Ego whiskey, and I I'm got married. What? I met, I met, married. Nope. Not that. I met my, uh, I, I met my match. I'm now Brady Bogan Kime. <laughs> I'm Steve Kime's oh, beloved wife. I want to see your party bus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got Ego waffles and bacon and 
the hard stuff. And we're getting ourselves molasses. No, mo- molasses. We're getting us some molasses, and we're going we're gonna to name it Jemima. <laughs> oh, hey. And we're going to stick them on people. The molasses of ancient Mesopotamia was a magnificent animal with a black brindle uh, coat. It's gorgeous. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. They're fierce in appearance. Dogs made men tremble because they yeah. used them in war. Uh, the, the two direct lines coming from the ancient dog are the English and the Neapolitan Mastiff. So they crossbred those two breeds. I've seen you around 260 in your past. I don't want to clean up after that. <laughs> and eight cups of uh, dog food is <laughs> probably pretty close. I am not, that's right. He was eating like Brady at his worst, and I ain't following Brady with a shovel. Eight cups in, nine cups out. I love dogs, but that one's on its own. The second I look out in the turf and I'm like, what is that? I need a snow shovel to clean up after it. Look at that thing. That's pretty impressive. 63260 and squatting in my backyard, no thanks. At nine months. Not to mention, I knew Brady at 260 and the farts were no flower either. (laughs) You don't don't know me. Another drink, Brady? Yeah, I do. (laughs) Now they're making them out of batter. This is a whole new planet to me. They go better and bacon and some whiskey, please. All at once? That's my... Brunch in a bottle. That's that's a dog would bit me. (laughs) Do you hurt me? That's that's my weakness. You drinking a vodka soda? (laughs) Homo. I'm having me a a glass of batter. (laughs) And I am... a molasses waffle. Oh, my God. This is my dog, Jemima. Say hi. <laughs> Get him, Jemima. <laughs> anyway, give me another gla- uh, glass of that batter. Hey, Kime. Unzip him. Mama's home. I got a couple of radio videos. All right. First one happens real quick. It's a guy that's uh, biking with a statue of uh, Jesus. It looks like he's taking it. A full statue of Jesus? On yeah, the cross? Four footer. Jesus four free footer. of the cross. Yeah, he's free. Okay, he's, so he's it's praying. Just, it's pre- oh, it's praying Jesus, and yeah. he's on a motor, or he's on a bicycle with a guy. Bicycle. Yep. <laughs> Jesus is well, riding de- bitch. I'm not sure if it's a delivery <laughs> or <laughs> he just bought it. Jesus should take the wheel. I think. All right, here we go. It's like a Kevin Smith movie. This, this, this is, is tragic. Tra- tragic. I see Jesus riding on this. Oh, well, it's because Jesus was facing the wrong way. He just saved him. And he had Jesus facing the other direction, but he ran right into the back of a car. <laughs> Nothing funnier than Christ look at that crashing. Cool look. Oh, Christ. What you're looking at? Christ crashing. Greatest band name we've ever come up with. We're Christ crashing. Oh, my God. What's he doing? Go into his next corner, John. Who, who purchases or moves a Jesus statue of four feet when they only have a bicycle? I, I, I wait till I get a pickup truck. I like the one comment that says he thinks Jesus had his back. Yeah, no, Jesus was facing the other way. <laughs> I should really be facing the opposite direction. I could help. Pipe down back there, kid. You're riding, bitch. This one I had to watch twice. It's on the side of the road. It's not hot dogging. I think they're pulled under the underpass because it's raining a, on, on a yeah on a oh, motorcycle. Got it. And his girlfriend gets clocked. I thought it was someone on a little scooter, but it's a oh, that's her tire. helmet. 
Yeah, watch. I'm trying to figure out what that thing is. What's so there? someone's oh. wheel comes off the tire. Oh, jeez. Just takes her Oh, out. my God. A car's wheel just flew off and hit some lady standing in the road. Oh, my goodness. Oh, jeez. And he saw it coming because Yeah, he, he kind of bounced out of the way. He warned her. Genius. You can't play it because there's cussing. I mean, that wheel just flies off a car and takes him out like it was aimed at him. Where's Jesus there? Wow, that carried her a few wow. feet. God hates you. Last one's a little car crash. Oh, I just got an email that said the Tui's just adopted one of those molasses dogs. They're going to try to make it people. <laughs> He's going to go to Old Miss. We're going to do it all over again. 63260. He's a lineman. Like they were a wolf boy. <laughs> wolf boy, too. We got him. He's going to be a wide receiver. Hi, we're the Tui's. We take wild beasts and make them people. Hey, yes, people. we do. I'm not racist. Wild animals, we find them out in the wild. Oh, you arrogant bitch. The wilds of Memphis. And we bring them on over to our house and we give them Taco Bell and free money and then make them go to Old Miss and then we become superstars from it. <laughs> I hate that Tui family. I'm with Michael Orr even if he's lying. I think this is the accident. You remember the uh, show Happy Days? Of course I do. When uh, Pinky Tuscadero. The Malachi the, Crunch. The Malachi Crunch. Yeah. That's what I'm calling the this. Crash Up Derby episode of Malachi yeah, Crunch. And they almost killed Pinky. Should be continued. Oh, Pinky. Oh! Oh! The Malachi Crunch between two trucks. And she's I like mean, a Yugo. Listen, that car is now two feet wide. Oh, on both sides. oh. And supposedly the one co- comment says, uh, I have to say, bro is dead. Oh, the yeah. The guy says, guy in the car was the only survivor. What? Two guys in the, the truck, truck guy side? The guy driving the blue truck's alive. He doesn't even get hit that hard. If he unless, died, it's because he was having a heart attack. Or something else hit him. The red yeah. truck is a pit maneuver on a little tiny Yugo yeah. accidentally and squirts it right across track. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't see. There's no way that dude's alive. No way. Molasses is 63260, and he's on all fours. If we just shave him down... Shave him down. You gotta shave him down, make people at all miss think Leanne. he's people. That's what we've done. Stop we've done it in the past. We shaved Michael Ower and they believed it. Leanne, you did not shave yes. him. He was 18. I gotta take him on over there to Old Miss and get him on the line. Nobody's gonna get past him. I don't, is Biden a rule in the NFL? I don't think Biden's a thing. He's gonna get away with murder. Wasn't she upset he went to Old Miss too? Yeah, she wanted to go to like school? Tennessee or something because yeah. that was Tug McGraw's school, was Old Miss. I'm torn. Uh, was it Tim McGraw? Fun tidbit for Leanne Tui. Yeah. Uh, Mastiff dogs normally have to be manually yanked off That's and right. artificially impregnated. That's right. Because <laughs> they'll split you in two, just like Michael Orr. I had to manually uh, take care of him, too, so he didn't get any co-eds pregnant. I drained him on a daily so he didn't come home with any extra babies. I'm Leanne Tui. I'm, I'm one of Jesus' angels. <laughs> I take things that weren't going to make it and give them white. And then they become real people. I'm missing my block at practice, Leanne. Is oh, my God. All right, let's go out. I'll teach you the two technique and the slide. <laughs> Got to keep your hands tight, dummy. John, can we get more into Brady's addiction? Is this why he hasn't drank all these years? Because he's a mean drunk. Oh, I think Brady would be... Brady would be a bad drunk because he'd be mad at himself for being drunk. I was raised better than this! This is a catastrophe! What have I done with myself? I'll stand in the corner until I figure out what I've done wrong. This is not the, this is not the road I'm supposed to go down.
I definitely think uh, I know I wouldn't be the guy. Let's go to Vegas. <laughs> no. Late at night. No. Farted in front of my wife Road one trip. time. You know, you know what? You don't blow me because you think I'm bad. You're right, I'm a bad boy. <laughs> when you're asleep, sometimes I touch your face with it. <laughs> yeah, I you do. What? I Please. do. I, Randy on his knees. Yeah, I do that. Tap, tap, tap. Sleeping beauty. <laughs> oh, God. No, sorry. Just the whole night. And one more. Oh, yeah, there's another secret. Kirby, go to bed. Sometimes when you're in the bathroom, I give myself a quickie on your pillow. Turn it over. You don't know. Ever. You're not. You don't ever know. But you're sleeping piles of my man. <laughs> That's right. I think Brady would be a confess. He's crying. He's crying. Then crying after that. <laughs> <laughs> I touched Aunt Luann's nips once. <laughs> no, Brady, I no. don't I'm care. Man. I don't care who knows it. It's time I came clean, man. <laughs> Sometimes you wake up and you think, Sometimes you wake up and you think you've been drooling in your sleep. <laughs> uh-uh. But here's this issue. Runny nose. Yeah, you think you got a cold? <laughs> You're just full up. It ain't allergies. You should do a neti pot. There's a load of gunk up in there. I'm, guarant- I'm guaranteeing that. That's my $5,000 money back guarantee. <laughs> I'm glad you're a sound sleeper. You don't know Your lotion (laughs) Before everybody eats breakfast I just want to let you know I f***ed the waffles last night I did, I f***ed the waffles No (laughs) Waffle batter whiskey is the worst thing in the world Our teetotaler is going to change Drastically soon Uh, We'll talk to uh, Brett in just moments uh, he's out there at 48th Street and Indian School at the uh, Safesway. Uh, he's going to get you guys uh, all set up with Event Sevenfold. I think he's got uh, Shinedown tickets. He's got all sorts of things. All you got to do is go down there and help him out with the water. We'll talk to Brett. Next, there goes your Brady Report. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 